Welcome to the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. I am the Queen of Pep Talks, Jessica Battle, founder and CEO of the Join Jessica XO brand, where I coach, speak, and influence women to improve their mindsets so they can become happier, healthier, and more successful than ever before. I am obsessed with helping women create the unwavering ability to believe in themselves in order to achieve a life beyond their wildest dreams. Each week, I'll bring you a series of pep talks that will encourage you to break through your own limiting beliefs and help you develop the mindset that will allow you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. If you're looking to lose your own bullshit excuses, get out of your own way and grow into your infinite potential, well then, you're in the right place. Are you with me? Let's dive in. Hello, my love, and welcome back to another episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. Happy Monday. It's the first day of a brand new week, and I am very excited to share today's episode with you as per usual. This episode is very timely for a Monday. I mean, if I was releasing episodes on Sunday, I probably would have released it yesterday, but this is the pep talk that you need around getting back on track after a weekend-long binge. If you are a binge eater, an emotional eater, or a woman who just identifies as falling off track every single weekend with her diet and her way of eating. This episode is one that you are going to want to listen to because we're going to be talking about the do's and don'ts of getting back on track after a weekend long binge. For those of you who are newer to my world, I spent about 15 plus years struggling with binge eating and emotional eating. I lost 100 pounds twice and years of restrictive dieting only really damaged my relationship with food further. I started binge eating and emotionally eating at a very young age. I was about 10 years old, nine or 10 years old when I started using food for comfort. I was hiding food at a very early age. I've shared many times. I used to spend a lot of time over at my best friend's house. She lived right up the street from me. Her family had a bit more money than my family and They always had a full pantry. Actually, almost every time of year when I see the Reese's cups that are like not the cups, but shaped as the hearts or the trees or the eggs, I think about and have so many like vivid memories in my mind of the time that I spent at my best friend Victoria's house for many, many years. Her family always had a ton of candy in the fridge and those Reese's shaped peanut butter cups are absolutely so delicious. And I used to binge on those when I would stay over at her house, I would binge on chips, I would binge on tasty cakes, anything that her family had in the pantry or the fridge, we would go to bed together and I would wake up in the middle of the night and go downstairs and eat. And I would hide the trash at the bottom of the trash can so that nobody knew that I was eating. As I grew into an adult, when I moved out of my mom's house, it was so easy for me to binge because I was free from judgment. I remember growing up and eating a lot of food. There were times that I ate an entire bag of tortilla chips, like the family size bag of tortilla chips in a day. And my mom like went looking for them. And I remember my brothers making fun of me and saying, oh, Jesse ate all of them. I would order out when I was a teenager, I would order out and hide the trash underneath my bed because I didn't want anybody to know that I was eating it. And I would wait until the entire family was gone so that I could take the trash out. These kinds of behaviors only continued as I got older and had more freedom 
them. When I started driving, I would go to fast food restaurants multiple times a day and drive home get fast food on my way home, eat in the car, and then get home and still eat dinner with my family because I would just say that I hadn't eaten. As I, again, got older, when I met Chris, very vivid memories that I've shared with you guys before, I used to plan binges while he was at work, and I would walk the trash multiple blocks through the apartment complex at night to throw the trash away so that he didn't know that I was eating. If you are a woman who is currently hiding food, feels shame about food, hides the trash to the food that she has already eaten, lies about the fact that she has eaten or not eaten, is eating in a panic. If you like find yourself in the kitchen and you can't shovel the food down fast enough, you may be struggling with binge eating disorder. Obviously, I am not a doctor. I can only speak from my own experience and the experiences of the thousands of women that I've helped overcome binge eating. But if any of this is speaking to you, I really want to encourage you to consider my mind, body, and spirit transformation program. It is a program where I help you break free from binge eating so that you can live a life that includes food freedom, peace, around food, acceptance in your body, and habits and routines that will allow you to live a happy, fulfilling life that doesn't include constant thoughts of food. If you're constantly thinking about food when you get to eat again, or you have a very like love-hate relationship with food, you either love it when you're devouring it or you hate it when you're trying to restrict it's likely that your relationship with food could use some work. And I would be so honored to help you create food freedom. I'm over five years binge free. And while I continue to take steps in deepening a healthier relationship with food, I have come so far. I haven't binged in so many years. I haven't used food to cope in so long. And my only hope in this world is to be able to continue to share this with you so that you can also create that level of freedom. So if any of this is speaking to you, please send me a message on Instagram so we can have a conversation about the mind, body, and spirit transformation program. It is a mastermind this time around, and you will leave these six weeks together with a completely different mindset around your relationship with food. Okay. That being said, shall we jump into some of the do's and don'ts of getting back on track after a binge, a weekend long binge, a month long binge, or maybe it's been over a year since you've given any intentionality to your relationship with food. No matter where you are right now, the first thing I want to say is there is so much hope for you that food freedom is possible. I spent so many years of my life thinking that I would never create the level of freedom that I have now. And I am evidence and proof that it is so possible for you to overcome binge eating disorder and create an incredibly healthy relationship with food and maintain a really healthy lifestyle. That being said, it doesn't mean that you may be maintaining your smallest weight ever. I'm not maintaining my smallest weight ever. My smallest weight ever had me living in a completely toxic dysfunctional and fucked up relationship with food. So I would much rather be a little bit heavier, still look bomb, stronger than ever, more consistent than ever, and most importantly, more peace internally and freedom with food than I've ever experienced before in my life, okay? Okay, so things that you should do after a weekend-long binge. You should stop waiting for another single second to get back 
on track, okay? A lot of times when I was struggling with binge eating disorder, especially over the weekends, I was really good at staying on track, like Monday through Thursday. Come the weekend, I would fall quote unquote off track. I would eat like the world was coming to an end. I would wake up Monday morning feeling feeling terrible about myself. Maybe when you're listening to this episode, it's a Tuesday and you just binged all day Monday. You don't have to wait until tomorrow. You don't have to wait until next Monday. You don't have to wait until next month. You can commit to no more binge eating right now. The thing about binge eating is your mind will often try and convince you just one more time, just one more time, just one more binge, just one more binge, just one more time, just one more time. And after that, I'm never going to binge again. That type of mindset is perfectionist way of thinking. It's an all or nothing way of thinking, and it's just not real. Giving into one more binge is not going to make stopping binge eating the next time any easier. One last binge is not going to satisfy the urge tomorrow or the next day or the next day. So no more waiting. If you are recognizing right now that your behaviors with food are making you feel bad, you don't have to wait until tomorrow. You don't have to wait until Monday. You don't have to wait until next month. Can you commit to no more binging right now? And if you don't know how to commit to no more binging, get inside of MBS, okay? What you don't want to do is give up on your journey to becoming binge-free because you've had this weekend-long, month-long, even if it was just an hour-long binge. Do not convince yourself that food freedom is not available for you because of this experience. The past is the past. What has happened has happened. But moving forward, you absolutely can become binge free. Do not allow this experience to convince you, I'm never going to be free from this. So what's the point? Because what is that attitude going to do? It's going to justify for you why continuing to binge is okay, because you've convinced yourself, I'm never going to be able to be binge free. So why should I bother? The next thing that you should do is go back to your normal meals, okay? There is no need, please hear me when I say this, there is no need to try and make up for your binge by not eating. And if you could see me right now, you would see that I put that in air quotes. There is no need for you to feel like you have to make up for this by starving yourself. I used to, when I was struggling with binge eating, I used to wait as long as possible after my binges were over come Monday morning, I would sometimes not eat until dinner that night. I would try and go all day if I could without eating. I was trying to make up for overeating. But do you know what that does? It literally encourages you to just continue binge eating because you're sitting there starving, but you're restricting yourself and you're not allowing yourself to eat. Do not do this, okay? Go right back to eating. Eat a normal meal. Drink a glass of water. Start your day tomorrow morning or if it's the middle of the day right now at your next opportunity to eat. Make a choice that makes you feel really good, okay? What I don't want you to do here is take water pills, laxatives, or starve yourself as punishment. This is a really toxic way of thinking and you may already be in this habit loop of binge eating and punishing yourself, binge eating and punishing yourself. Punishing yourself is not moving you forward and helping you create the success that you're desiring in any area of your life. So I want you to work on getting out of the habit of punishing yourself. So I want you to think about if you're a binge eater, an emotional eater, or someone who is just not happy with their relationship with food, how are you currently treating yourself on the other side of the decisions that you're making that aren't in alignment with what you want? Are you treating yourself like a piece of crap? Are you treating yourself like you don't deserve to eat? Are you treating yourself like you're never going to be successful? Are you treating 
treating yourself like you're someone who isn't worthy of love? What are you doing to yourself? How are you speaking to yourself? And can you check those behaviors? You don't need to be taking water pills. You don't need to be taking laxatives. You don't need to be skipping meals. You don't need to be punishing yourself. There's nothing you can do to change the past. If you want to create a different future, commit now to meeting yourself with kindness and love, because guess what? When you're giving yourself kindness and love, you're going to treat yourself like someone who you actually love. When you're treating yourself like trash and punishing yourself, how do you think you're going to treat yourself? You're going to choose to punish yourself. Get in alignment with treating yourself the way that you want to be treated and watch your life change, okay? The next thing that you should do after a binge is move your body if it feels good for you, but there's no need, again, to punish yourself with exercise. After my binges, I used to add 60, 90 additional minutes of cardio to my workouts, trying to, again, quote unquote, burn off what it was that I had eaten. This is not a sustainable way of living. I don't want to eat 10,000 calories and then feel like I need to work out for 15 hours to, to make up for it. That's not healthy for you. So if you are someone who is consistent with exercise, amazing. Go do your exercise. Go for a walk. Lift the weights. Do the yoga. Do the cardio. Whatever you normally do for exercise, do that if it feels good for you. But if you're not consistent with exercise, there's no need to try and go and do the hardest exercise you can find. Or if you are consistent with exercise, there's no need to tack on an additional 30, 60, or 90 minutes of cardio to try and make up for what you ate, okay? What I don't want you to do is, again, excessive amounts of cardio to try and burn off the calories that you just ingested. Number one, depending on how big your binges are, you're never going to be able to burn off everything that you ate. I know for me with the size of my binges, which was multiple frozen pizzas, multiple pints of Ben and Jerry's, a family-sized bag of chips, a full-size bag of candy, there was no way that 30 or 60 minutes was going to burn off those calories. It just doesn't work that way. And I'm not saying that there's no point in working out or doing cardio, but there's no point in creating this, again, habit loop of binge punish myself with excessive exercise. That's not a habit that you want to get into because if you're starting that and it becomes habitual for you, it's something that you're going to continue to do for the rest of your life. And you might be justifying in your mind why it's okay to continue to binge because of the way that you're making up for it on the other side. The only way to really move forward from binge eating is to let go of these extreme ways of living. We don't need to be taking extremes. When we're taking extremes, nothing is sustainable. When things aren't sustainable, we don't create progress. The goal with creating a healthy relationship with food is finding balance and moderation for yourself. Binge eating and excessive restriction, those are both extreme approaches. We want to find the middle ground, find that gray area, and live our lives that way. That is what is going to allow us to create food freedom, okay? The final thing that I want you to do is to forgive yourself. It's behind you and there's literally nothing that you can do to change it. I shared today on my social media, you're going to be hearing this weeks later, but I shared today on my social media, one of the reasons that I am as successful as I am today in my life is because I recognize that yesterday is yesterday. Yesterday is not today. Five minutes ago is five minutes ago. Five minutes ago is not now. What is done and behind you, there's nothing that you can do to change it. Carrying shame and guilt and frustration towards yourself with you through the future because of things that you cannot change is not benefiting your life. I don't care if this is around binge eating, around business, around finances, around relationships. Guilt tripping yourself and feeling all of this shame and hatred towards yourself is not benefiting your life. 
Learn to forgive yourself for the things that you have done that you are not proud of. Learn to forgive yourself for the things that you have done that don't make you feel good. But forgiveness means actually meeting yourself with kindness, compassion, and grace and choosing to say, I forgive you and we're moving forward from this. It doesn't mean that you forget your past. I will never forget. I have binge memories burned into my brain. My wedding day has binge memories burned into my brain. My wedding day, the memories are of binging not of my wedding. And that's heartbreaking. But there's nothing that I can do to change that. So I have had to forgive myself and say, damn, that's really shitty. I hate that that is the way that you are living. It really sucks that those are the choices that you made. But I forgive you because holding guilt and shame over my head is not going to change things moving forward from me. Okay. And the final thing that I don't want you to do is treat yourself like you're a piece of shit because you deserve to meet yourself with this kindness and compassion. Okay. Meet yourself with kindness, love, and grace. It doesn't mean that you justify your behaviors. It doesn't mean that you make excuses and say, oh, it's okay. I'll just continue binging. That's not the energy that I want you to bring to the conversation with yourself. I want you to be real and honest with yourself about what you want to change. But meeting yourself with honesty does not mean that you have to meet yourself with being a jerk, being an asshole, being unkind, saying mean things. They are not the same. You can be honest while being loving. You can be honest while being compassionate. You can be honest while treating yourself kindly. Learn to be honest with yourself without making yourself feel like a terrible person because if you're a part of the Believe Masterclass, you deeply understand how The things that you think about yourself, they're creating feelings within you and your feelings are driving behaviors. The way that you think makes you feel the things that you feel that makes you do certain things in your life. And if you're living in this loop of treating yourself like crap, talking to yourself like you're a piece of shit, you're going to feel really bad in your life. And when you feel bad, if you're using food to cope, what do you think you're going to do? You're going to turn right back to food to eat more. That was the cycle that I lived in for all of my life. Eat, feel bad, eat more, feel worse, eat more, feel even worse. It was this cycle that I felt like I just couldn't take a step out of. And it was so emotionally exhausting for me. These are things that I have embodied on my journey to creating food freedom in my life. And I know that if you will start to embody them in yours, you'll be one step closer to creating the food freedom that you desire in your life too, okay? I wanna share a couple of affirmations with you that I think will be really powerful if you're working on creating food freedom in your life. So write these down if they speak to you. Write a little sticky note and hang it on your computer, put it on the background of your phone, whatever you have to do to remind yourself of these things, food freedom is available to you, okay? The first affirmation is, I am not powerless to food. I can eat and be in control. If you're a woman like me who has felt out of control and powerless to food, I know that this will hit home for you. Please know that even if it feels right now like food has the power over you, you are so strong and capable of taking your power back. This was one of the first things that I had to do when I was working on improving my relationship with food. Realizing that I deserve to take my power back, food cannot control me. It cannot make my hands pick up the food and put it in my mouth. I I'm strong. I am the one who embodies strength. I am the one who gets to make conscious choices. And so are you. You are not powerless to food. You are capable of eating and being in control. Okay. I also want you to affirm that I will not punish myself for eating. 
Another really critical component of overcoming binge eating is removing the emotions that you have tied to food. If food creates and stirs up all of these emotions within you, that is not a healthy thing. Food should not feel like a topic that's emotional. Food should be food. It shouldn't be something that makes you feel shame or guilt or sadness or disappointment or frustration or even anger towards yourself. There's no need to punish yourself for eating. Food is food. Okay. The next affirmation is I choose the habits and routines that make me feel good now. Again, this goes back to no more waiting for tomorrow, no more waiting for Monday, no more waiting for next week or next month to stop binge eating. Bring the attention to the relationship that you have with yourself and how you want to feel right now and take control of choosing the things that make you feel good today. Because why do you deserve to endure all of the negative feelings that come with binge eating anymore? You don't deserve to feel that, not another time, not one more time, not a single time more than you already have. That doesn't mean you're just going to be free from binge eating after this conversation. But what it does mean is that you can bring attention to choosing the habits and routines that make you feel your best in this moment and start taking things one moment at a time. It feels really overwhelming to think about overcoming binge eating if you've been binge eating for 10, 15, 20 years. I get that. You don't have to think about changing your entire life right now. You have to think about the choice that's right in front of you, okay? The next affirmation that I want you to anchor in is, I am worthy of eating even after a binge. No punishing yourself with starving yourself, okay? You are worthy of food. And again, this will help normalize the fact that food should not be this controlling emotional thing. When you're constantly withholding food from yourself, what do you think you're doing? You're only further damaging the relationship that you have with food. And the final affirmation is I choose to forgive myself and I am dedicated to continuing my journey to creating food freedom. Yes, 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 yes. Please forgive yourself and allow yourself permission to move forward and continue this journey to creating food freedom because you, I don't care how many setbacks you've had. I don't care how many attempts you have made to overcoming binge eating that feel like they are failed attempts for you. You are still capable of creating that change. The only way that you will not achieve it is if you decide to throw in the towel because you have binged again. Okay. I love you so very much. Again, if this episode resonated with you, please send me a message about MBS so we can get you a seat inside. Spots are limited for the upcoming session. Since we are doing this mastermind style, high level coaching, weekly Zoom calls, personalized support, workbook mailed to your front door, and I'm going to help you overcome binge eating for good. Okay. I love you so very much. And I'll talk to you guys on the next episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. See ya. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you were inspired by today's pep talk, be sure to share it with me by leaving a rating and review on iTunes so I can keep the encouragement coming your way. I hope you know that your support in helping me grow the podcast this year, it means so much to me. If we aren't already connected on social media, head over to join Jessica XO on Instagram or join the join Jessica XO free Facebook community for even more content that will inspire you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. Make sure you check out the show notes of today's episode for links to freebies, upcoming opportunities to work with me and ways that we can stay connected outside of the podcast. I love you so much. And I cannot wait to chat with you on the next episode of the queen of pep talks podcast. In the meantime, go fuck this day up in the best way possible.